center. Uh, she ruckus. Dead beat. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh. We just keep this going. I love this intro. Got the energy tonight, got the energy tonight. And this show is special again because we got a special guest with us. With us, as always, is our co-host, A.D., but he's brought a friend with him. Big homie and A.D., welcome Ooh. to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> always good to be back here. <laughs> Man, we well, last time you were on, you had lots of thought-provoking conversation. You were very insightful. <laughs> that's, that's and just a day in the life of me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> So we're like, all right, we can bring him back. That's that's okay. And it was impromptu. It was impromptu, which Wait, was good. Are you saying that you might have had bad guests before? <laughs> One no, <and> no. <laughs> I would never disparage a guest of the show. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, you're the host. I forgot. Right. Now, if somebody else disparages a guest from the show, I cannot help that. Yeah, you know I mean. Anyways, uh, like happy that. to have you back, brother. Always Thank good. You, and man. I'm glad you're feeling the energy of the intro because uh, I was definitely bopping myself. I was like, yo. I'm oh, man. Sorry. I like that, that Cinna song that, we, yeah. that you used on the OG, like when you first started the show. Love that song. The I love every episode. Yeah, the one that he copyrighted on you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> deep cuts, man. Deep cuts. I know. <laughs> I like all of those ones. Like, that song is super fire. And I like all those episodes you guys did with Cinna. I would actually like to hear him back on if he's got time that'd be really fire you know i'm I'm, after, I'm gonna reach out to him and see if he wants to come back on because yeah you know the second time you guys he came cool on, after the copyright or no <laughs> oh yeah um no no i think after like the second time we had him on i mean that was like a like a chilling session like he yeah. he brought his drinks and he was just ready to relax so yeah. we're, re we're ready for a sinner's cool night out <laughs> yeah. all right so ad man what's been up with you man this week uh, streaming every day. Every day I stream. And last night was a monumental stream for me personally. We hit 15 viewers. It was a great time. Chat was crazy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see the growth, man, on this show and on my stream personally. You know what I mean? Like, we're putting in the work and, and it's showing. So, no, that last night was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Um, was that where I, I lost my voice yelling at people? Was that was that? Oh, I didn't even think about yo oh, llama came. Llama was going toxic in. llama <laughs> at the end of my stream last night. We were bodying lobbies because we got a good combination on the team and bodying lobbies, and all you hear is llama is talking shit. And I have the other people muted, so I don't know what they're saying, but I know llama took Jay Birdie's spot really well, made Jay Bird proud for sure. Oh yeah, he filled in very well. Very good. He was getting kills too, though. Hey, again, I'm back calling BS on the motion sickness, dog. We <laughs> got a smaller screen, so now he's good. Right, way, way smaller screen. <laughs> no, but he, he kills people. I'm like, oh. I know, comms, hey, I gotta say, your comms are impeccable. You know what I mean? That's something I was we, in the military. I'm, I'm a blackout. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but on blackout, we preach good comms. And well, uh, you, you have impeccable comms, man. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna credit Gabe for my impeccable comms because, oh, wow. and and, and it's, well, because I listen to Jay Birdie and Gabe go at it and like. Birdie like digs deep into Gabe, yep. and I'm like, shit, I'm not. I don't want to be Gabe, ever. 
So I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, next to the car, there's a barrel. I'm dead. Let's go because I, I don't want getting berated. I don't want any of that heat. I don't want that smoke nor that heat for sure. I respect that. So thank you, Gabe, for being abused on the uh, on the streams to show me what I should not be doing. So good comps, man. Good comps. Thank you, thank you. Um, let's start with um, let's start with uh, everyone in the chat. We got some chat uh, noise going. And then we'll talk about a couple things. And so let's go. Let's see. We got, uh, you know, Gabe had to let us know he was first. Always. <laughs> Damn, he beat me. I thought I had him by like a second. And then, and then uh, big homie, you were just going back and forth with him. You know, you let him know. Some, you called out some colors there, black and gold. <laughs> no gang colors. Right, right? Wow, that's going to be very misinterpreted. Yeah. <laughs> no, just You were calling out colors. That's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tried to do with a green. <laughs> then we had uh, obviously hashtag blackout. Uh, yeah. That's the best way to go. Yes, sir. Let's see, Gabe here, Llama Gang hashtag blackout yeah. hashtag facts. And we we talking about gold here. I don't, I don't know what the gold is significant of. Like this is I, I walk into some of your guys' jokes and inside conversations. <laughs> what? There's no way inside There's jokes no sounds crazy, man. Never, never. I, I don't know what gold means, but I'm gonna be saying it like 16 There's times. A, you guys will laugh. There's a whole free mama show. There's a whole yeah, free mama show. show. Only, inside uh, jokes. That's if crazy. Only, <laughs> if only we knew what that meant, I guess you gotta watch the next week. We knew what Twitch channel we could find that on. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these in the chat. So let's 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 do this. For anybody who's tuning in, anyone who's watching, if you want to support AD, make sure you go to Twitch, uh, yeah. Blackout AD. Uh, make sure you support, subscribe, follow, make sure you do all that good stuff, get on that hype train when he gets that going. Um, if you want to support this channel, make sure you go to the like and subscribe up in YouTube. You can like and subscribe or like everything else in Instagram and Facebook. Also, we appreciate all that. But to support the channel, it's at YouTube. Uh, if you find me on Twitch, uh, I love you, but I'm not on there often. But uh, <laughs> if you actually, if you find me on Twitch, I'll be yeah, I'll be hosting AD. That's what I do on Twitch. <laughs> How we spread love around here? For sure, for sure. Let's see. Uh, Jay Birdie, you're Jay in the chat. Man, yes, now we're just Flop. calling out, you know, colors, magenta. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite color? Bro, your chat's colorful today. I don't know what's, what's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, man. Chatting is chatting, man. It helps the algorithm. <laughs> hey, do what that guy said, too, for sure, man. Comment. Your, guys. Comment, like, and subscribe if you forgot. Let's go. Make sure. What a beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> <laughs> He's serious, handsome. <laughs> Let's go. Let's see. We got uh, Gabe, uh, AD. I'm your biggest fan. Okay, we got some. Uh, Thank you, brother. We got some fans up in here. We got ADs definitely in the chat. All, <laughs> all kinds of ADs in the chat. Pre llama, the pre llama show. Yeah, we were pre llama show that weird. <laughs> There's colors, emojis. Yeah. We got our our resident chat mom. Chat mother, the, yeah, the, yeah, mamas, chat the chat mom, chat mom's in there. Let's see. Last night's stream went stupid. Yep. yep. Let's see. Uh, Jimmy love toxic globbies. Yep. That's yeah. all we get late night. And toxic llamas. <laughs> I gotta mute them because you never know. I'm the one Yo, that's recording. It, you know it gets what I mean? bad like, sometimes. It gets bad sometimes. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. At least I, I know. Besides everybody, besides uh, Gabe, will like. Kind of watch what they're saying, you know. What I mean, it might slip, you know, you might slip, something might nah, slip. I slip sometimes, I get a little oh, mad. 
I do. We all do. I do it too. But I'm like, hey, station, brother. Stay. Oh, is it? Is it? Here you go. Station, station. to uh, Chamora Cinema. Uh, Chamora, thank you so much for sharing and spreading the word for me earlier today, man. Appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and Chamora, I'm, I want to come back on when you do a live show. So let me know when you want. Uh, so, something, I guess, movie related. Because <laughs> when you guys talk comics, I am like hoping you never call on me when I'm on those those uh, <laughs> chats. <laughs> anyway, uh, appreciate the love, brother. Let's see here. Jane says uh, something. Uh, she's laughing her ass off. Something was in the air last night. Herc was even being mean and yelling at Toxic Toads. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. Toxic it was like dropping loads, man. It was like a bizarro world. Like you know, me and Herc were actually mean in the in the lobbies. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I got to be the civil guy. You must be new to Herc then. Herc gets crazy in the chats, man. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him. Yeah, don't let his face fool you. (laughs) (laughs) No no one can whoop me in real life, Gabe says. Uh, But Jane says, pretty sure after... <laughs> no, you had to be there last night. This man was getting bodied on stream by his girl. Yo, that's hilarious. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure after hearing your girl on the chat, she can in fact whoop you in real life, Jane says. So she's coming with the fire. Let's go, Jane. What you do, Herc? Herc. Herc's in the house. Thank pretty, you, sir. Herc says, uh, drop that like, sub to the channel for more. For sure, guys. For sure. Gabe here. I fold my girl up like a beach chair. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> oh God, this guy. I I get let her have her five seconds. She's gonna pop in the chat. This guy folds laundry. That's about it. I don't know how she be hearing us, but she be just randomly pops in the chat like she knows we're talking Bro, about her. She has a Twitch account. She be watching. Right, exactly. <laughs> she's a, she's a watcher right now. <laughs> so all, all I'm gonna say is that when they um. You know, when they do that homicide file, detective file, and they, you know, preview this show and look at the comments. I'm going to review it on stream. I'm I'm deleting all the videos. I'm going to watch how they caught her. All chat chat mentions from Gabe will be deleted. Look, she's in the chat now. Oh, is she? Now for the smoke, bro. (laughs) You think he can? Oh, here we go. There he goes. There he goes. (laughs) I think you could have her on the show. It would be better than his app. Hey, Jimmy with the station. Yo. Jimmy is a man of the people. That's right. Chamorro says anytime. Hey, we need to get Chamorro on one time. You know what we do? We do. And Chamorro, I know he. I think he's he doesn't stay up too late, so I won't I won't bully him into coming on tonight. But yeah, maybe Chamorro, if you got time one of these nights, man, let us know when you want to come on, man, for sure. Sure. Although, only thing about Chamorro though, that dude's got the sweetest camera setup. And it'll make us look like trash, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. My potato looks really good right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Jane says, you know what it is. Herc is so sweet to me all the time. I forget he's actually a badass. <laughs> oh, Herc getting some love. That's how you ended up in the situation you are in now. Hercules is lighting some love. Let's go. <laughs> no, I love everybody on the chat. Thank you, guys. Well, Always get everybody going. Um, we'll keep hitting you guys up. Ask questions away. Again, we want to t- tonight. We have two two topics or so, but we want to keep it chat focused. So please hit us up with comments, uh, whatever you got going on. You want that us way, to talk about something? Let us know for sure. For sure, if there's something that comes up, you guys want to want to talk about um, besides football, Gabe. Um, 
Well, I mean, I mean Tom Brady unretired. That's the only football-related thing I know of. Yeah, but that's about Sounds it. More like pop culture. Yeah, <laughs> pop culture segment. <laughs> we gotta talk about that. Of course, he, uh, of course, he did that out of football season. He doesn't okay. have to play a game right now. He can retire again before the season starts. So you know, and the bad thing is all the comments about Tom Brady was like, look, he spent a couple of weeks with his wife and his kids at home, and now he wants to go back to work. <laughs> That's, those were our exact jokes on the stream as soon as we found out. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing this. Babysitting duty was too much. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady, I'm retired. Who does that? Tom Brady, the goat. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, I think I think $200 million to Aaron Rodgers did it. That's what it was. <laughs> and so they're paying Aaron Rodgers this fool this much money? I'm coming back. Yeah. He pulled the soldier boy Rogers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, so let's talk about. Um... Oh, hold on. Here we go. We got noise. We got noise here. Oh man, my grandma uh, again is big mad. She hates Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Tom Brady either. Tom Brady pulled a WWE Hall of Famer move. Yes, he did. He back got, up like the Undertaker. Boom. <laughs> I'm back. He was in that. He's in the my uh, last ma- or, or contract match for, for my career. Loses and comes back like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, what if he's what, under a different realistic, name? Realistically, what if he did it because they leaked it the day before and it was like a kind of f you to the the media? Maybe. Maybe. Like he was like, you know, what? I'll just say I retire. He probably never planned to retire the whole time. He was just trolling. I think he does enough blatantly to the media. He'll, he'll, with regard, just be like, ah, screw off. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. He'll exactly. drag a media name through the mud real quick. It is, it's all good. Let's see. She's gonna, we're going to start a streaming channel, uh, streaming my grandma watching sports. That'll get mad views so fast. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. How's it put? Gabe. Low-key, I feel like... Opinion. See, I feel like the team uh, did that... Uh, everyone's... Oh, okay. To fuck there with. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see. I need my Urban Dictionary, AD. Come on, I'm right here. Jump in there. Jump in there, man. He was like, he was struggling. I was like, I got you, love it. Yeah, I'll yeah. Say, I'll use mine. It's okay. Gotcha. You used yours. That's it. Let's see. Love stream. Uh, live streaming is not what I meant. Um, I'm having trouble tonight with these with the comments. <laughs> Best sports team of all time. Oh, question mark. Best sports team of all time. I, it's not the Dolphins. 96 Bulls. He's in the Dolphins. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, best sports. Okay, so. Well, I mean, I got to say the LeBron Heat. You know, for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a Miami guy. So, I, I, those are my teams, man. You know, and any team that had Dan Marino. But they always lost at the end. So, it sucks. So. Yeah, I, I don't come strong with my best team of all time. I can't I can't hold a lot to We were talking about this on stream. We were talking about the, the Yankees, like the two the early two thousand Yankees. That's yeah. called That's what I was thinking, like two thousand two ish Yankees. Yankee like, yeah, I'm a huge Yankees fan, so that's where I go. <laughs> I'm biased as hell, but yeah. it still stands. All right. <laughs> They're pretty fucking good. Tomorrow says the the next Monday I get off, my man, I'll be there. Okay. All right. Hey, sweet. Let us know. Let us know, man. We'll get you on, man, for sure. Dude's wealth of knowledge. Uh, got a lot of good information. Gabe wants to say the 2020 and 2021 bucks. He said that the other day, but they only won yeah. one chip and didn't make it back the next year. Like, 
Yeah, man, that's like saying the 97 Marlins were the greatest baseball yeah, team or 93, ever. the first year they came into the league. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, they, they bought that championship, that first Marlins championship. It's crazy. But I wouldn't call them the best, you know? Gabe. <laughs> if you know. <laughs> no. no. Let's see. Um, heard it here first. Tomorrow is coming to the Lamination. Okay. <laughs> Herc already hyped for the new guest. That's right. That's it. We don't know when he's coming, but he's coming. That's awesome. Are we break right. news on blackout? Someone random just does it? It's just hearsay. <laughs> 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 the rest of us just have to any up. We're like, fuck, man, somebody said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Now we gotta start promoing Chamora. <laughs> the most um, anticipated Lama show ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well it'd be like the one that <laughs> the most anticipated Lama show was the one with Cinna, and then we we botched that one huge, man. <laughs> No, it was a good episode. It just it was, it was. rough. And we, yeah, the only thing that hurt is, is that was the most like waiting people, like bro, it was like ten people waiting, and then everything started messing up immediately. And it was like, bro, none of our previous episodes we had any problems at all ever. None, even the ones that even the ones that we started like two minutes before the thing yeah. started. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Okay, Hercules says he's on it. He's on it. Yeah, man. I, I I'll say this, man. I I um <laughs> I rewatched the stream where I was on it with you guys, and and just because I had to hear how toxic I really was, I was a little embarrassed, man. <laughs> don't I was do a little that. embarrassed. <laughs> don't do that. That's a different person. You don't know yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah. You, you, the thing I don't is, even... like, you got to understand when you're in the situation, your emotions are tempered. You're getting pooped on sometimes. And that's most of the times I want to talk crap is when they're, they're pooping on me. And you just got to let that go. You can't watch it back because you look insane. I <laughs> sounded it. That's like, put I, on mute. listen, I, I listen to that shit. No. Well, I listen to it and I go, oh, my God, I said that. I said that. <laughs> like, like I was as out of body experience for sure. Oh, I was surprised by the things you were saying. Oh, okay, so, so was I. The, the, an hour later, watching the stream back, I was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." Like, this is guy. I saw, I saw the Made for good gas in the chat. I knew it was coming. I saw that mama gas emoji in the chat. I was like, "Oh, he's going down." He brought the smoke today. It was his version of the llama rant for my stream. Yeah, he was, he was like, "I'm gonna play." He's like, "I'm playing AD style today. No more crouching. No more crouching." Let's go. Listen, the, the best part was when I won, when I won that one match, because that's that's like my claim to fame. Um, man, I was on a high, man, and I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. When you got that final kill. <laughs> oh, I know what you said. Man. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. The one that he stole my ace. I was like, Lama. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's after that. I watched it again. That was so funny. Let's see. Hercules says here, the comments made by Big Llama on Call of Duty do not reflect the views and opinions of the Big Llama show. Fact. <laughs> fact. Straight up facts. Yeah. Nah, that was Blackout Llama. He's a different character, man. He's like, dark side. I got the, I got the merch on. I got yeah, it going. Yeah, oh, my God. So, um... I want to talk about the channel briefly, and then we'll get into our first topic. Um, so, I, I got to thank uh, AD for watching my my reaction on his stream, which yeah. I always thoroughly enjoy. 
Um, but yeah, I laughed through the majority of that video of Monty Python in the Holy Grail. I didn't um, think the movie was funny. I'm not going to lie to you. But you yeah, laughing oh, at man. it had me cracking up. <laughs> because like, this movie's so stupid. And Lama's having a grand old time. But then, like you said, <laughs> it's the power of your editing. And I got I to gotta, I gotta big you up on that because it really felt yeah. like I watched the whole movie in the, yeah. the short time. I was like, I don't feel like I missed a part. So yeah, I got to big you up on that. It's what takes so long, unfortunately, on the edit. Like, is I am worried about the story. Like, that you are you guys following along the story? Um... So it takes me forever. I, I literally rewatched the movie during the editing process, probably twice. Um, so, so it, it sucks. It sucks because I'm like, God, I just want to get through this. But at the same time, I'm like, I got to splice this the right way or else it doesn't make sense. And I've watched some reviewers where like one second they're crying, the next second they're laughing. And I'm like, what, what the hell happened? Like, what, what did I miss in between your reactions? But they're splicing it for YouTube um, copyright, which I understand but I, I've, I've cracked the code, so I, I'm able to do a little bit more. But that's that's okay. Um, let's see. Jane's talking about the the reaction. Says it's an old it's old school funny. Dry humor. It's perfect. Um, we got uh, old school John John Gillen. Yo, what's up? Hey. Road hashtag road to a thousand. John yeah, always hits us that up. road, man. Halfway down that road. I'm almost there. You hit me. Close, man. Four four sixty two tonight so far. Four sixty two, man. Share the link, guys. Get this out to your friends. Let's get to five hundred by tonight. Let's go. If anybody's on here and you have not subscribed, you are wrong. Let's go. You're, a bump. You're clearly not a fan. We don't. Like, you phony. Let's see. Gabe wants to let us know. I'm eating chicken wings with ranch and blue cheese. Middle guys, finger to you, Ad. This guy's mentally unstable. Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we got to talk about the blue cheese thing, man. Because I love me some blue cheese and some you're wings, and you, you, you think it's like toxic. It is. It's, it's literally toxic. Moldy. It's, it's literally moldy. Yeah, it's old it's cheese. cheese. It's moldy cheese, dude. Like, cool. Moldy like, cheese is delicioso. Yeah, but you see, cheese is already Here's here my age. dilemma with Gabe. <laughs> here's my dilemma with Gabe. He's eating both of them at the same time. Oh, that's bad. And that's he's, he's going one side on each. <laughs> that's right. That's horrible. Eat it one time, boom, bop. Oh, sick. Let's see. Uh, uh, Gabe talking about that boy. John's in the chat. Welcome, John. Jane says, I literally quote that movie every day, and Herc has no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> it is but a scratch. Yeah, <laughs> the lines for that movie are so crazy. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, that I think that was my favorite part where you start <laughs> just cutting the guy's lens off. Is <laughs> like, that we'll call it a draw? <laughs> the guy's the guy has no arms, no, no legs. Arms, no legs. <laughs> it's a draw. Oh, that yeah, yeah. right there. He's gonna be talking trash till his only a head left. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That again, I like it's funny because I it, the edit has to it's just me laughing, but but yeah, there's times where I'm like literally like listening in because they had some highbrow jokes and I was just like trying to get it. And some didn't hit for me right off the bat, but you have to put yourself in a mindset to be ready to laugh and to sort of react. Otherwise it falls flat like my Rambo. I mean, but like you said, they put a, what was it? It was like a crazy amount of jokes per however many Yeah, seconds. oh yeah. Yeah, there was constant and jokes. I feel like that's the kind of movie you watch multiple times to 
even catch up to some of the jokes. Like, oh, like, you know what I mean? You'll get the easy ones off the first watch. Second watch, you'll be like, oh, I didn't even think about that one. You know, so it's definitely, I mean, the, the writing was very intelligent. It's just, it's old. The movie's just embedded with jokes. <laughs> it's like just dudes LARPing, dude. I'm like you said, you. how it's just dudes LARPing, that's half a joke that's in the whole movie. Like, yeah. they know that. They act like that. Like, <laughs> homie's got no limbs. He's still like, all right, you know what? This is a fair one. <laughs> I mean, then just so ridiculous that the knights that say knee. That's all it's that I'm gonna do that on, on, on Call of Duty, man. I'm just gonna say knee the whole time. <laughs> See if anybody gets it. Uh, let's see, Hercules. Actually, Hercules had said, uh, "Can't wait for John to come in here and push in the road to one million. Yes, Shit, I'll take that. <laughs> and these OGs, the OGs that are here now, man, we are gonna be the only ones that know it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Listen, when we're when we're at you know ten million, what's like uh, what's that guy say? Uh, Tyrone Magnus, ten million subscribers. When we get to there, I'm gonna remember everybody, all the, all the people who were there to the, from the beginning. That's who's gonna get uh, the I special. I didn't realize we're we already passed the forty episode mark, man. Yeah, yeah, we're I think this episode is forty one. Yeah, this is episode forty one, man. It's crazy, crazy to think. As you said, the most consistent show on the on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, blue cheese. Yeah, All right. Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. Me. I mean. Knee. Knee. <laughs> knee. <laughs> I, I say blue cheese is knee. That's good. <laughs> Let's see. Blue cheese is the devil's work. Oh, no. Hercules, you just lost some points, man. Attaboy. Attaboy. <laughs> the blue cheese is mine. <laughs> Real chicken wing connoisseurs can appreciate both. You are all beneath me. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. <laughs> Look at this guy. Ranch is if they don't have anything, you go ranch. <laughs> I, I got. I'm sorry, Gabe. I'm with you on the blue what? cheese part. Listen, listen. If there's no ranch and only blue cheese, I'm eating it by itself. Straight up. I'm not even touching the blue cheese. Yo, I'd rather eat ketchup, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, all right. <laughs> Come on. You don't want to start the blue cheese slander. You. It's an unfair fight here. <laughs> all right. In the chat. <laughs> one for one for blue cheese. If you're a blue cheese lover, hit me with a one. If you if you hate blue cheese, you think it's terrible, hit me with a two. Hit me up in the chat. So I, I need to see your faces so I can uh, oh, ridicule. Man. Yeah, show your face if you like that nasty moldy cheese, bro. Stop playing. <laughs> I know you eat booty on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, What's wrong with booty? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> on on certain days, Llama. Not every holiday. <laughs> Let's see, Gabe. I will happily leave the, the polishing of the bones to you. <laughs> what is this? Your mother was a hamster? <laughs> from the movie, oh, that, oh, that's from the that's from the thing. I'm like, I thought, I thought she's talking to Gabe. I thought she was talking to Gabe. I was like, what is what she's going hard? But no, that was from the, the episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep, bring me the shrubbery. <laughs> All right, AD voted twice yeah. for, for no blue cheese. Oh my God, <laughs> who's breathing? So there might be a lot. Yo, I got. I know. I tell the same thing to your man's, bro. <laughs> I got bad lungs. If you want to donate a lung, holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Hercules two. Oh, Hercules. Yep. 
Yeah, because he's a smart man. 12 what? equals Tom Brady equals God equals Jehovah. What? <laughs> hey, you didn't understand the assignment. It was one for blue that, that cheese. Makes that makes sense. It's he, he likes both. And he says he goes to goat to God to Jehovah. Oh, okay. I see. I see. This guy's nuts. Let's see. I'm a three. I only like the moldy cheese while I'm pregnant. That's Ew. even worse That's when your you senses know. are more alert. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Your babies have bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Kid, man. <laughs> oh. So I, I'm outnumbered here. It looks like a bunch of you youngins, you youngins, <laughs> youngins. Are, are, are like, the, you know, ch- uh, chicken wing purists. No, no sauce. No, Let's see. you can no, go sauce, just none of that moldy cheese sauce, man. All right, I got I got my boy Chris Chris Gillen here, all about the cheese, baby. Yes, that's it. That's what I'm talking about, Chris. Bring it, bring it home for us, man. Chris, thank you for being here. You're sadly mistaken, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is still hiding in the shadows. Yeah, they're scared. Hey, somebody, somebody keeps voting one over here. I don't know who this guy is. He's on every, he's on every platform. <laughs> Biggest supporter out here. Yeah. You only count his vote once. <laughs> exactly. That's why I no. had to drop so many twos. I was like, hold on, I know, I know, Lama's got like five accounts, man. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get on my family because I'm like, you know, I know there's at least ten of you guys in my family circle. Come on. And when you I drop a video. <laughs> I drop a video. There should be ten likes and ten views instantly. Not you guys. I, I, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about my own flesh and blood, my family, and none, none of them. It's okay. I even checked my son's YouTube account. Send the shot. <laughs> man. Nah, you're doing too much. Just go like it for him. He won't know. I go I like actually did that. Him. He got pissed. Uh-huh. <laughs> he left it. He left it open on Apple TV, and I went in there and I I opened all of my my uh, my videos and I thought, like. Like, <laughs> like. That's so funny. All right, hold on. Let's see. Uh, oh, Jay Birdie with the twos so, all the way down. I knew he that guy keeps... was good, man. Good, good. So you got Gabe here with the twos. Oh, Gabe. And the ones. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, man. Let's see. Can't control what these kids want while you're growing them. I can't even think about baked potatoes without puking. Oh, okay. <laughs> That I mean, that I know that some people get that crazy, about man. chicken, about like the consistency of food when they're pregnant and stuff like that. I I I know that's craziness, but never, you know what? I, I'll share a story about my wife being pregnant, which um was the day I found out you should never, ever, ever, ever in your life steal a mozzarella stick from a pregnant woman ever. <laughs> it it may have been good prior to pregnancy. But you grab that oh, mozzarella that's, that's stick. A risky, that's a risky shot before pregnancy, too, bro. Well, <laughs> I mean, prior to pregnancy, it was okay. Like, everything was fine. <laughs> but uh, during pregnancy, I grabbed the mozzarella stick. I ha- it's been 18 years. My son is 18 years old. I still hear about this story when a mozzarella stick is placed on the table at a restaurant. <laughs> Hashtag, black, that's a blackout. That's a blackout, baby. <laughs> oh my god! So, man, mozzarella sticks and uh, blue cheese and chicken wings. I didn't think the conversation would go this far for thirty-two minutes, but it has. <laughs> I have cried over food while pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Next, next week, everyone's dropping their favorite foods in the chat pre-show. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? I, I had always, and I don't know if Chamorro is still on, but when I go on his, I watch his streams. For some reason, his go-to where they when they get to is breakfast cereals. <laughs> At some point in the stream, like an hour and a half in, they're dropping Captain Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like they're just they're just laying everything out there. I'm like, damn. That stream got away from him. <laughs> but <laughs> breakfast cereal. Breakfast cereal. That's where we're at. That's hilarious. All right. So um one of the topics we want to get to, and I'm just gonna share my screen here real quick, um, was the the trailer that had all of the Star Wars nerds salivating and having uh, you know, you know, you know, tingly feelings in their midsection. Uh was the Obi-Wan trailer had dropped and I would say it was nothing short of amazing. Um, I was one of those nerds with tingly feelings in my midsection um, because it looks it looks way better than I anticipated or expected. And so, I mean, you've got Inquisitors, you've got you know lightsabers, you definitely have the return of Darth Vader. And so, um, to me, I, I'm I'm pumped, but I'm pumping the brakes a little bit because of the book of Boba Fett. So I'm interested to hear what you guys think about this show. <laughs> about Obi-Wan itself. I'm excited for, I haven't, I haven't watched Mandalorian fully through and Boba Fett. I kind of, I've heard some bad things, so I'm kind of not like super keen on getting onto it, but this one got my attention and it kind of made me want to go back and watch those other two, just in case, you know, like some of these connect. So maybe, it will connect with those, but I think I'm going to start. I'm going to definitely watch this. I don't know too much about the Inquisitors, so I'm kind of intrigued to like start learning about them. Star Wars is something I loved growing up, but it's not something that I've like kept up with the lore because there's so much lore in Star Wars. So I think this is going to give us good backstory that we've never really seen on screen before. Yeah. Um, Hercules with his insight here. Lama, are you telling me that this trailer made your boingly oingy <laughs> tingle yes important questions yes important questions. I, i'm answering it honestly yes uh but so again it looks amazing um i've kept up on the lore this is the one show the things on star wars that i've kept up with um but I, again i'm having a little hesitation just thinking about what they did with the book of boba fett and how they it kind of screwed him over a little bit, and it wasn't the greatest show. But I think, based on the trailer, you know, I'm sold. But uh, big homie, what, I don't know if you're a big fan or not. What, what are your thoughts on this? I'm not the hugest Star Wars fans. Like I've watched the movies. I've always kept up with the movies. Never really these series like the Boba Fett, Mandalorian, or this one. <clears throat> I hear a lot of mixed things about the Boba Fett one. Just watching the trailer a little while ago with AD on this one. It looks really good. You can tell they went all out with the dynamics of how the scenes look and the the color qualities and how like vibrant everything is looking and also how it all looks very dark comparatively. So they're definitely going to get into a darker arc of the Star Wars stories, it seems like. And I think they're really capitalizing on these having these little TV series spots because they're able to express their stories a lot more and you're able to digest it as a fan easier because you don't have to sit there for a three hour four hour movie so you can just sit there take it in an hour at a time i think they're doing really great with this star wars series and i think they're just going to keep going expanding the universe like this adding a different story per as they go you know what i mean 
No, for sure. I mean, it, I like the fact that they're able to to let the show breathe over you know a six to eight week arc. I mean, this one is a limited series, so. Um, but we thought that the same of um, of Loki, and it wasn't a limited series. Um, but yeah, this one is going to breathe over six or eight episodes, so you're talking about a good five and a half, six hours of content. Um, but the you know the ultimate the ultimate that comes with this is the ver- is one more meetup between Darth Vader and Obi Wan, which yeah. which I'm sure is the climax of the particular you know of this particular series, but. Um, I mean, we never even seen them after he, you know, after their fight. We never right. seen them interact after with them live the live So, it's going to be dope to see, like, how they are. Let's see here. Jane says, Daylight Savings had us all spring forward, but this trailer had llamas go from 6 to midnight. <laughs> 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 For sure. Uh, Hercules says, just seeing how they've been able to expand on story alone, Within this uh, cinematography over the years is incredible. As graphics and tech get better, it's forever going to get better. So, yeah, no. I, I mean, it looks a way better, I mean, like a way better product that we're going to get. I like the, the, the actor playing Obi-Wan and how he portrays the character. I think he, and I hate to say this for the old, old you know, purists of Star Wars, but he is my Obi-Wan. So, you know, because of, you know, having him in the prequels and now sort of you know he was just the more active one like in the in the old school it was he was the myth of obi-wan right but you yeah. and mcgregor brings him to life so you know interested in 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 this series well um i'm interested to see how uh, darth vader's portrayed well, well hayden christensen is back so the the original guy from the prequels who everyone hated it during the prequels yeah. is back um so it's going to be an interesting show, for, to say the least. I just, uh, I'm, I'm excited, um, but there's a lot of expectations coming on the show. So hopefully, it can live up to the hype. Let's see here. Any, any noise in the chat here? No, I think Hercules was the last one with his six-paragraph cinematography quote. Um, <laughs> so, um, all right. So our other topic, and we're not using our, our intros tonight, but, but that's okay. This one, this one should get us going. For a little bit here, DC coming off the high of the Batman decides to change almost all the release dates to all its major franchises. Yeah, which is huge. I mean, I, I don't know. I think you're coming off of a high of the Batman. This is going to be a billion dollar movie. People are excited. They're saying you finally get the products the way they're supposed to, and then you like kick everybody in the pants and say, well, well, you know, you're looking forward to this. Ah, t- screw you. I-, I don't know about your thoughts on this. It, it makes sense. I mean, we talked a little bit on stream before, but it, it kind of makes sense when you really think about, I mean, it's going to be a new norm, especially for movies that got produced or like their production was during the COVID times, because now everything's a lot less strict. So now they can do these reshoots they can kind of like tweak the movies and it's kind of like the norm of like movies getting pushed back. I mean, multiverse of madness got pushed back. Even I mean, the last pushback was like a couple weeks out, even though they could have, you know, they could have probably released it when the original date, but then they pushed it a month out just to be safe and like add extra cameos. And I think another thing that I'm very much thinking is that they seen the success of this and it, of Batman. I mean, Joker, obviously a successful movie in its own right. They're getting critically acclaimed. It almost seems like they're kind of like 
trying to put a bow on this DCU universe and maybe lean towards more of these maybe single story if they have the potential to come with another part to like Batman was supposedly going to be one single story Joker same thing and now they're both getting you know they're definitely going to get sequels so it's like they're kind of uh, weaning out of this DCU universe and going into the I think maybe this style of like cinematography like looks at these comic books I mean, it's it's good if you're going to delay the movie for the right reasons. Um, I had read or I heard, um, I think on the John Campion show, they were talking about this all has to do with some potential big merger that the WB is planning. Um, mm. But I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's if it's that. I just think I, I don't know. I think for me, from my experience in this is like. I'm not looking forward to the movie anymore. Like, like if you push it out enough times, depending on the movie and the material, I don't really want to watch it anymore. I'm kind of tired of your antics. Like, the Flash movie had me excited when I heard Michael Keaton was going to be in it. They're bringing back 89 Batman. Mm. I'm like, yeah, this is, I can't wait to see this. But they moved it to next year, to 2023, June 2023. I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I just, I just look at it like they're giving us, I mean, this movie's been in the works for a long time, right? I've heard so much, so many things about this for years, actually. And, like, what I've heard so far of there, because there was a lot of leaks early in this year about this movie. And what I heard, like, it was already going to be, like, a multiverse of madness style type of thing. But now they've seen the success of, like, Spider-Man, like, what that did. Now you got the, the talks of uh, Professor X being in multiverse of madness and the speculation of, like, who could be in this movie. So... I think pushing the flashback might benefit the movie because now if they release it, it kind of looks like a cheapened version of Multiverse of Madness if it's not up to par. You know what I mean? Now, Aquaman, I don't know really, you know, like what would benefit that movie. Maybe more tie-ins to the Flash or like repercussions of the Flash movie or whatnot. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. We'll see. Like either way, I'm gonna watch these movies. I'm gonna support them, but I don't know if they're gonna be what you know what the Batman was. Right, right. Well, again, coming off the heels of the Batman, I'd release all of these. I'd be like, come on, let's go, let's get these out. <laughs> yeah. uh, big homie, I'd be interested in what you think on this one. I mean, just looking at this list, and honestly, how many of these are any are people actually really waiting for? It? I see about three. Right. You know what I mean? That's a lot of lists. That's a good list. It's, it looks like it's something valuable that they gave us, but really, you just put filler here. Just take, just show us Bad Black Adam, Flash, and Shazam. The rest of those movies can go. Correct. Save your time. You know what I mean? As a studio, if like if it's working on the projects, that is the reason you're pushing it back. Save time. I don't really care about these super pets. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear Krypton the dog. I, I, I've heard that cartoon when I was a kid. I remember it. Like we don't need it again. Yeah, I mean that's the easy cash grab because of toys. Right. Yeah, so for sure. Event, All right, but is... look at Meg too. It, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wonka. I'm not looking for that one. Like we were talking about Wonka earlier. I think they're just capitalizing off of that kid. I forgot his name already. I'm sorry. Oh, but that Timothy Chalamet. Yes, the kid that was in Dune off of his success and off of his popularity right now. Which the same they could say they did with Spider Man, putting Tom Holland in the Far Cry game. Like. Mm. They're just yeah. I feel like that's what they're doing with that. Wonka's story was done. When they try to revive it with Johnny Depp, everyone hated it. 
So why I don't try know. You go time? back. That movie kind of kind of fire. If you go back, right. you're the only person that says that. Everyone else I talk to hates that movie. They're like, no, that movie's trash. I rather watch the older one, <sighs> which is a hard thing to say. You rather watch the older one where it was better, like it was remade better, like. Yeah, but this Wonka movie is not going to be the the telling of the stories. That's the only thing I think it has, like, kind of intrigue because now it's going in, like, his origin, I guess. But But listen, that that old Wonka movie is deceptive because I rewatched it the other day, just, like, flipping around, and I was waiting to leave. And um, it's 45 minutes to an hour before they get to Wonka. Like, (laughs) like, I I was like, damn, this is boring. Like, Like, come on, man. Like, it's like I was, I thought it before he finds the ticket at all. Right, right. I thought it was like <laughs> 10, 15 minutes, and then we're at Wonka, and then that's where we get all the good stuff. And I was in, I was in there forty five minutes. Like, damn, just now the the guy, old guy's coming out of the bed doing the soft shoe. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Jane says, uh, "I really want an X Men revamped." Oh, that's one hundred and ten percent coming. Yeah, that's coming. That's for sure. I mean, they're they're putting that money into that X Men ninety seven. Um, you know, cartoon. There's going to be some tie in there, and Professor X is already in, you know, Multiverse of Madness, so it's saying, on its way. They're saying that Professor X from Multiverse of Madness could be the one from the '97 cartoon, because there's like a in in the trailer, there's like a glimpse of like a cartoon world that kind of like passed by. So they're saying that that could be that Professor X, which would be cool, good tie in. Listen, if you if you bring in a, a Spider Verse, uh, Miles Morales. I, I'm I'm in love, man, right there. <laughs> that movie's gonna be insane too. That one's coming out. You know, I don't know. Oh man. yeah, the the second Enter the Spider Verse. I think it comes out this year, right? If I'm not mistaken, I believe so. I have to look that up, but um, but yeah, I mean, you're right, big homie. If you look at this list, DC League of Super Pets moves from May 20th to July 29th. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, even though The Rock, I think, is one of the super pets, nobody yeah, cares. Crypto. Yeah, no, nobody cares about that. Oh, yeah, J- Jane says uh, Jubilee uh, loves Gambit. <laughs> She's the only Jubilee fan. <laughs> yeah, Jubilee's a, a weird character, man. Like, like as a kid watching it, I didn't understand her powers, and she was kind of annoying, but um, I get it now. I get it now in sort of retro watch, you know, but back then I was like, I was all about Wolverine, man. He was badass. So angry. I was wondering why he was so angry. <laughs> he got claws coming out of his hands. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's just angry. Um, then I hated Wolverine in that Marvel versus Capcom game. That He just, just screwed me up all the time. <laughs> Him and Iceman. All right. Uh, uh, Black Adam moves from July 29th to October 21st. You know, and this is a problem with, with The Rock is that he will promote the shit out of something you know, that's coming, but he's been doing this now for two years. Like black Adam, the greatest superhero. You guys are going to see it clagging and banging. He's working out. Yeah. I can't wait to see the suit. And I'm like, this was like two years ago and I get COVID hit, but like he's doing the same shit. Oh, it's coming out here. Go. And then they move it again. <laughs> he's it's like, come on, man. Like, is the movie good or not? Like what's, what's the holdup? It, I mean, the move back also buys them time for whatever their future plans are, especially like now knowing Batman so uh, successful. You push, wh- which one's coming out in October? Black Adam. So Black Adam's coming out in October, end of this year, and that will lead in, if it is as good as he says, or it gets any hype, then it will lead into the next coming movies. I've struck a nerve. Jane says, you're a weird character, Jubilee is a bay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I think I've, what you're saying AD is kind of like a catch-22, though. Like, it gives him more time to make things better, but it also leaves yeah. a lot more room for disappointment. And now, like Lama said, it's been two years. You're promoing this movie. First, there's problems with your suit. The suit doesn't fit because you're too brolic. And now you're you're fucking the suit up just so it fits better. And now you're now now it's perfect. And now you got this problem. Yeah, like, but dude, the movie's already done. Like the movie's guaranteed already. But you're just already. killing the hype. Like yeah. the average person that only knows about this movie because they follow The Rock is like, oh, again, you're talking about this movie again, and it's still yeah. not out. Like every time I see you post, it's about the same movie that's still not out. It's obvious something is either wrong or it's just not coming out. Yeah. Listen, the prime example of of this, you know, sort of overhyping it and and like the move stuff is the Kingsman. Did, I mean, did you, you? No one knew when it came out. <laughs> it came out in December. It's already like streamable. It's been streamable for two months. It's on like some free services. But that movie was supposed to be a big movie. It's supposed to be a big hit, but. They delayed it. They delayed it. They moved it. Nobody gave a shit about it when it came out, and and I think I, we had talked about it. It was it came out like the week after uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Oh yeah, we, we said it was. That's that's what I was gonna mention because I remember seeing the poster for it in the theaters when I went to go see Spider Man in theaters. Right. right. So like that definitely killed it too. Like the hype of Spider Man. Who's trying to see anything but that at the time? Well. Yeah, I mean, so, so again, that's another movie that should have been big. Moved it, moved it, moved it. Nobody cares, and it 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 fell under the No Way Home death. I mean, that's that yeah, was like movie a, was number one for like four or five weeks in a row. Right, it's a, it's I mean, a, a billion dollar movie. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of movies. They were like, "Hey, we're number two. Great." <laughs> yeah, it's like good good luck down there. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to go back and like look at what movies were had a lot of a lot more trouble competing because of that that would be very interesting yeah i mean that that's that's one of those that you just move everything like the the, the pre-sale hype was huge i would have moved like i would have moved 10 movies yeah. i was like you know what january guys <laughs> well i feel like they don't do that in movies like you hear of another movie coming out with their same date and they're just like oh i guess we're box office competitors like in rap and hip-hop like someone's dropping on your same day as your album and it's like all right we either got beef or we're gonna start going at it, and then you're like promoing a song, and like here's a freestyle against this person. Now I'm promoing my album. Like it's yeah, a lot no. different. I wish movies would do that. Yeah, and then you got Aquaman. I think Aquaman is past its shelf life for, for, because it had such a great response when it first came out four years ago, um, and now you're coming back. I'm hoping that it does the same thing, but again, it's another one of those movies. You're just like. Wait, it's it's now just now coming out again for for a sequel. Like you should have hit while the iron was hot on that one. Yeah, um, but there was behind the scenes things with that movie. Yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. so. Her- Hercules says here uh, they better had waited for Jesus Christ to answer that casting call to postpone this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, uh, Shazam. Kind of another thing, like these these companies do this and they postpone these movies, but they just treat us fans like. As if we ain't shit, they don't say why. So then we're just left in the air like, I hope it's because of this and it's not just because they're, it's like a money grab or something like you were saying, whatever merger with WB. If it's just because of that, like you're purely doing that for a business standpoint, probably to make more money. Like, you, And you know, you know, I think a few years ago, not a few years ago, but like, you know, you know probably a decade ago, you can get away with this. You you can move stuff around, but in today's world, there's too many leaks. 
There's too many insiders. There's too many people that are analyzing, breaking down trailers. And so when they hear the news that it's that it sucks, it's trash, or there's you know problems behind the scenes like with the Aquaman, like for for the you know for the the very you know sort of in depth you know fan who knows this stuff, it turns them off. For a casual fan like me who doesn't read too much into it, I I I have I would say I represent the their their base right. I have a short attention span on a lot of stuff like. There's so much going on in regular life that, you know, if, if you pique my interest, that's great. But you ain't going to hold it very long. And so I'm assuming it's the same way with other people, which is like, oh, that looks great. Can't wait to see it. When does it come out? Two years from now? I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, and they better market it up at that point. Or if they over flood the, the industry or the, the, the market with that, that advertising and it doesn't come out, I am like, I don't care. But that's just me. I don't know if anybody else is that way, but I mean it depends it depends on the the properties cuz if it is like one of these honestly Shazam Black Adam I really don't care. I kind of want to see the Flash movie cuz I like the Flash and Aquaman like you said the first Aquaman was really good. But for like the other kind of movies I kind of don't care to see them any either way. So I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean that's again I I like to, and I, I like what Jane says here. Is that she, you know, I think it's more fun being a casual fan. It kind of is because yeah. the expectations aren't super high. Like for me, Star Wars is. I'm not a casual fan. That's my. That's the thing I've done and that, that I love watching. So for me, it's a little bit more intimate. But for everything else, I just enjoy movies. I enjoy being out there. I watch, you know, going to the movies. But it's got to pique my interest. It's got to give me the hype. Or otherwise, I'm like, yeah, I go into it kind of like I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, which, you know what's funny is I discovered that Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, while I went to the theater to go see it with my kids on a whim, I thought it was decent. I thought that was pretty good. I was like, oh, this was a pretty good movie. Second watching, not so good. <laughs> and you know why? Because my wife watched it with me and her her attention was not peaked. And she would she's like, I'm glad you didn't make me go to the movies to see this. <laughs> that was her exact <laughs> comments at the end. <laughs> And, and I had to agree with her. I was like, it's kind of slow. It's kind of boring. I'm like, mm, you're right. It's not that good. I, I Again, I was caught up in the moment of like, oh, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, yeah. But it was second viewing, not that great, which sucks because I spent money on the the uh, eight, the, the 4K HD disc. <laughs> Damn it. You got a track record with bad disc buys, man. I know. I do. <laughs> I do. We won't bring them up, but. but I mean, you. My next one, my next one is is a big one, and I don't know that I can pull the trigger on it. Is the fiftieth anniversary of the Godfather four K release? Well, Jay Birdie would like that. I, I mean, yo, you gotta kind of do it because it's not I, gonna happen again. It's a, it's only gonna get cooler when it comes around to the hundredth. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right. No shit. <laughs> I mean, and not, you know, that that's the weird thing is my, my wife goes, why do you need another? Because I've done this with Scarface. I've done this with The Godfather. And I think I've done this with Star Wars. She's like, why do you need another version of the same movie you already have that was made in 1972 that has no <laughs> Dolby Vision, has no Dolby Atmos? And you could, I mean, you could really give a shit like on If the Godfather, but 
But every freaking reviewer that I follow and I've watched says, this is the greatest, you know, uh, remastering of it that's ever been made. And I'm like, shit, I got to pay a hundred bucks for this. (laughs) It's the memorabilia. It's, you know what I mean? It's just the fact of having it. It's the keepsake. Like you want to be like, oh, I have this cool ass DVD of Scarface (laughs) at my house. Just something that you have, even though someone next to you is like, yeah, I have Scarface on my phone. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) We won't talk about how I have the gold, platinum, and the new 4K HD edition. We won't talk about that. But (laughs) this man has bought over four copies of Scarface alone. (laughs) Alone. And and I've watched it every single time that I I purchased it, and and, then not watched it since. That's also (laughs) starting back in the day when it used to be a two disc. Like. I had I had the double VHS, the VHS tapes. I did. I knew when the intermission break was. <laughs> You're like, ah, perfect. I can go make some more popcorn. <laughs> Let's go. Let's see. Uh, Jane says, uh-huh. Batman, I'm not a casual fan. So uh, when they redid them, I was super annoyed because the little kid in me didn't like Christian Bale and his ninja shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what kind of purist you are, right? Yeah, again, what kind of Batman fan are you? We yeah, for real, because the little kid in me, I love that ninja shit. That he's shit was ninja. dope. He's it a was guy so who cool. learned how to fight from ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I, I don't fuck with uh, Keep Seiko. What's that? Uh, I don't even like paying for it. HD. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I. Listen, and that's that's again. Everyone has their vice. That's my vice. Like I, I, I went from deleting and removing all of my old DVDs, and I'm like, I got shelf space now. Then I bought one 4K and two and three. And <laughs> now I have like all that shelf space I got rid of. I have both Blu-ray and 4K discs of everything I got rid of. It's just a progression of time, man. Mediums change. DVDs became obsolete. Now Blu-rays were popping. Now Blu-rays are dying. Now 4Ks are it. It'll be a next. It'll be a new thing in like five years. New format of disc. That's the big fight, though. Now that you've got people say, "Well, what's a better quality, streaming versus the physical media?" And some people have a bit of a point where the new sort of um, streaming media can be edited. So you've got things that have been edited for. Um, you know, from racial in- insensitivities to, you know, things that aren't cool anymore, you know, that type of thing. So if I got the physical media with the with the real deal on there, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's my, my argument against streaming. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, Hercules, nah, bro. Hashtag bat nipples and gadgets. <laughs> Hercules likes those bat nipples. He does, man. It's the second time he said that. Uh, Jane says we only use voodoo. Okay. <laughs> Jane, the chat, you get chat on my side. I'm good. We, we got to talk about voodoo. <laughs> Stay in your good graces. <laughs> we got to use something else. Uh, voodoo's okay. <laughs> I will keep it at that. All right. Let's see. I think that's really all we had. That's why you know. Look, we've gone an hour or so. Um, this is a lot of fun, man. This is, I, I love just chatting it up with people and, and just sort of understanding some things. Um, let's see. Jane, oh, 
Here we go. Not voodoo. <laughs> oh God. No, Jane, I, I I think I've done enough of getting on your bad side on the chats tonight. <laughs> so I won't get into why voodoo is not my favorite, but if it works for you, that's good for you. <laughs> got some time. We could throw there. a couple minutes to the MLB, you know, that lockout's over. No, you know, it I you know what's funny is we had thought about releasing the clips, right? And we're we're doing the clips every couple of days or so to get the, the you know the word out there. And when I was about to release the the MLB clip that we did, the lockout ended. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is not topical. <laughs> not yeah, gonna hit a trending topic though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that I know. keyword. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, no. Um, it's back. So I, what? What? I don't even remember what big changes they made. I'm gonna look it up right here, real quick to see. I got, I got a couple things in front. You can't of me. freaking shift. There's no more shift. Uh, the National League is gonna adopt a designated hitter starting the actual season. Ugh. The playoffs is gonna expand to 12 teams, which is kind of interesting. Obviously, spring training is gonna be starting what's today in four days, so the 17th nice. of March. And then regular season opening day is going to be on April 7th. And there are still. Oh, hmm? are still what? <laughs> I, was like, I thought he was Intended. pausing for dramatic effect. Yeah. <laughs> Big homie, we lost Go. you. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I cut out lost at the end here. Oh, okay. We got you. We're back. You're back. All right. All right. <laughs> all right where'd we go? All right, so you, so the postseason you said twelve. We were talking 12 about twelve games is going to be on the postseason. Uh, did I say opening day? Opening day is going to be April seventh, and yep. they still intend on playing one hundred and sixty-two games. Oh wow! Okay, so that sounds like we're going to get a good couple double headers this year, which will be kind of interesting. If not, maybe they just pack the weeks harder for the teams, which gives you something to think about because it's going to be a lot more wear and tear on these players. So anybody that's close to injury list, you kind of want to be keeping a watchful eye on them. Uh, yeah, the National League adopting a designated hitter and the sh ending of the shift, which is kind of interesting. Now, does that go into effect this year or is it next year? This year. This year, okay. Start of the season. I mean, you, you have groaned a little bit, uh, AD, when we said the, the designated hitter. You, you got some issues with that? <laughs> of course the pitcher groaned. Yeah. <laughs> of course well, the pitcher groaned. Why wouldn't he want an easier job? It was baseball. I'll be your biggest debater. Here's our app of master debaters right here for it. Nah. <laughs> supposed to leak it. <laughs> nah, no, I just don't. I mean, it was cool that one league had designated hitter, one league had the pitcher hitting. I was like. Yeah, but it makes but at the end of the whole thing, the leagues have to play one game together. So if like it, it always made an, an imbalance. Yeah, but then you do interleague and it made interleague play so weird because now this AL team who's used to having their pitcher not bat is now having to throw a fucking pitcher, excuse me again, is having to throw a pitcher at the at the at the plate for some stupid reason. Like it makes no sense. You enjoy Baseball, it. Bro. You enjoy it because you're a pitcher who likes to bat. Right, right. <laughs> when it comes to the game, it doesn't make any damn sense. And, it should be that way. It should be I, a designated hitter for this person. And I will say, AD, and again, no no offense to pitchers, but we don't pay money to watch pitchers bat, dude. First of all, they, they're oh. not you. Maybe not you, right? But the pitchers I've watched are awkward, lanky. They hold the bat funny. And they have this nasty swing, and it's like, and then they get out every single time I watch. So 
It's boring to me. To me, well, they should work on their craft. <laughs> of course, of course. No. And that that takes from their other craft, the one that you pay them more for. So, would you take that sacrifice if you're the team owner? You want to pay your pitcher? A well, you got to pay. You got to pay some stud guy to be your DH. That's going to cost more than paying one pitcher that rotates in and out. But you can have that pitch hitter. You have hitters on the team. They're already there. You don't have to pay mm-hmm. another guy. You already have those bodies on the yeah, team. Yeah, but you know, you know, teams are not going to just for sure. For sure. Yeah. Edge. No, they're going to try and go out and go for the big gun. I'm playing devil's advocate, obviously. And they're going to, yeah. that's what the Red Sox used to do. That's why they used to have David Ortiz be the DH. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a Yankees fan. I would have done it too. <laughs> but you know what's funny is I and I I never realized that Ortiz never played first base. Like I was like I never cared. I never cared. That, I mean I know he did, but like baseman, he was so slow. Well, yeah, he's like, he kind of a liability. Yeah, he's just so slow. Like if the ball got hit near him, it's more likely that he would cover the bag than go for the ball. Yeah, because yeah. there's no way he's getting back to it. You know. Yeah, but like I said, but for me, I even when because I know he played on and off, but like when he was full time DHing. I never even noticed like that he wasn't on the field. I really didn't give a shit. I was like, you know what? Oh, Big Poppy's coming up to hit. Let's go. I wasn't like, ooh, mm-hmm. is Big Poppy going to turn to double play? <laughs> wasn't. That's, cause that's a good thing about baseball. Sometimes it feels like you're, you're switching between two games every time it changes sides. You're like, yeah. all right, something different's going to happen Like, because there's so much possibility that anything can happen. Like One slip pitch is another hit that you didn't want to happen or expect to happen, and now it turned into a double like it's a very that's why I think the game is so damn interesting. Uh. Yeah, I mean and, and around here so the when the you know the lockout lifted um instantly uh Met Stadium down the street from me is packed. Um reporters are there. You've got guys coming in for workouts. Like if we if you go to Chipotle on on a Thursday afternoon, it's like 10 guys that are on, you know, assignment there. <laughs> um I actually saw a guy with the Tommy John, you know, Sort of the rap, arm. yeah, on his arm. I'm like, oh, this guy, poor guy. But, um, but yeah, they're all back. So what we were talking about last time was that how the the local economy sort of suffers when they're not playing. Yeah. And so you can see the boom again just just from the players coming back. Um, I'm assuming they're going to do some spring training games. Um, so that's going to bring some people back in the traffic and the, yeah, again, it it gives jobs to people. So like people need to think beyond, you know, just those rule changes. But one of the rule changes I like was the shift, like get rid of that shit. Cause that, that looks stupid, <laughs> but it sucks because the numbers don't lie. Like see, I'm on both sides of that one. Like yeah. why not load up the left side? If the guy hits left 80% of the time, if he can't beat it, then my only fault. argument to that is sure. You can say you can't beat it. That's his fault. But if, if the whole shift moved to one side of the field, but then I also have the pitcher putting the ball so that I can mainly only hit it to that side of the field, there's only so much you can pull the ball. You have everything stacked against you at that point. Like well, the most, the most you can yeah. bet for is contact. Yeah. Like there's this really the most you can anything. But it's nah, just but like, the shift has gotten too that's drastic. Point. That's where I think it really got messed up. It went from the third baseman moving to shortstop to now the third baseman going to play right field. That's too much, man. That's where yeah. the thing got a little blown out of out of precaution and everything. Like it just got I mean, too much. But like, like you that. said, the numbers don't lie. And baseball is probably the highest with metrics. They know everything about baseball statistics. Like literally micro shit. You would even I think mean, it's like, one of the oldest sports running right now. But when it comes to like the shift, it's just like 
that's the point. And then if the pitcher makes a mistake and you hit it over the shift or you hit a bomb, then it's like, well, that was on the pitcher. You know what I mean? He made a mistake. You got the better of him. You didn't, you know what I mean? You beat the shift. But I guess, and it also, I'm sure it has to do with time too. You know what I mean? Like moving people, that just takes extra time. So I don't know. I just, I like the, the competitive aspect of it. Like, you know what I mean? That's the chess of it. The managers playing chess against each other. Same thing when you're trying to pinch it. But isn't it chess enough the uh, pitcher going through his entire arsenal of however many pitches he can throw and trying to actually verse the batter rather than, I just got to put this in the bottom corner because I know that I got 10 fielders on the wrong side of the field. <laughs> I, it's a lot. I'm just, that's not. Right? It makes it a lot easier. It literally yeah. makes it a lot easier when all you got to do is lob the ball down here. And you're, not you get, the ball, bro, you're, you're not lobbing the ball. smashing it. You're not lobbing It's not. But put the ball in this zone. He's going right. to hit over here. That's all you have to anticipate, and that's all you have to do. At that point, you're, you're doing anyway. out of it. No, at that point, it's like when they put the fucking first baseman to throw a pitch. It's like, bro, you shouldn't be on the mound. You're just throwing it in there because you already got the arm strength to throw it in there. Yeah, but that's, you're playing a you're playing a semantics that. game. That's like all right. So double play, you shift the people to where you're trying to get the ball to go to. That's the same. Yeah, thing. but you're still you're still not moving this per, this infielder. You're not going to give up your infielder to put him on the outfield because hey, this guy always hits shallow, and my in, my outfielder can't cover the shadow outfield. So let me right. go put my third baseman there. Like yeah, that's it's not the same. The guy. You're outsmarting. You're him. playing ba- you're playing football now. Your third no. baseman's not playing third base no more. Now you right. got a second left fielder. I got an inside left fielder. That sounds like a football thing. Yeah. The, the the shift, cover two, you got the two safeties in the, in the center field. Right? Come on. It sounds like football talk now. I guess. Well, you know, it, I, like I said, I, I'm I'm not a purist because I love changing in the game. I just I feel like it's – the only thing I don't like about the numbers, right, in the analytics and everything else is that, you know, like the guy comes up – like for me – I'm all for analytics. I'm all for you analyzing, doing your homework and saying, oh, this guy, you know, he hits more to the right or whatever. But I don't need you with your cheat sheets out there. You know, oh, uh, this guy comes up. All of them are looking at the, the, the you know, his Numbers. spray chart. You know, let me look at his spray chart. Oh, he hits to the right. All right, everyone shift to the right. Like, dude, do your homework. Know that shit, you know? <laughs> you want that back in the day shit. You see the big guy come up the bat. Back up. Back up. Take 10 like, steps, guys. Yeah. That's that's a shift. That's a shift. That's like, not a for shift. Real. That's just moving back. A that's shift a would shift, be like, bro, this guy, every time right. every time he hits, he hits it that way. Why not have coverage the way And that's he what you it? do. You play it based off of what you're looking at on the field. You're not looking at paperwork yeah, but telling you. That's the what, game that's has evolved. Like pitchers, literally pitchers. But the paperwork literally belongs wash. in the office, not on the field. No, listen, like Trevor you Bauer. Trevor you Bauer study studies outside. where he Trevor Bauer literally studies where a hitter cannot hit. And when you watch him pitch, he literally hits those spots every time. Like the the it's just the the no, game and, has evolved to that point to where and it's that's, like and that's fine. No and matter should, what. But practice num- those numbers are for practice and to improve yourself, and that's where it should count. But once you bring them onto here, onto the actual field to play the game, you're changing the game, and that's why the game is the way it is now. Now it's turned into this thing where we're babysitting a pitcher to where, here, let's move the whole field that's been the same for 50-plus years so it fits so that this person can throw a pitch down here and put this person out faster. But it doesn't make the game faster. Even when they're not shifting on people, they have a game plan on how to attack a hitter. 
Every hitter is like that. But how, how drastically does your game plan change when you know the field is behind you? I've spoke with you as a pitcher, and you've been like, yeah, my team doesn't have my back. So that means that you go yeah. onto the field, you go, you touch the mound, and you're like, I need more tenacity because the ball needs to snap into the glove because yeah, if he hits it, they don't got it. That has nothing to do with the shift. Yes, though. it does. That's your backup. <laughs> no. that Me, my personal situation has nothing to do with the shift. The shift is – how you pitch depends on the shift. A, a I'm saying how you pitch depends on the shift. That's what I've said the whole time. That yeah, does but if you're right? attacking a hitter a certain way, you're attacking no matter what. Even if the shift is not there, you're going to attack the hitter the same way. So why not put a couple people in position to get where they hit it? Because you're attacking them no matter what in that same way. That's having you a backup I mean? plan for no backup. Like, it's different, bro. Um, I, I don't know. I played it, and I've played with the shift. I understand it. It makes sense to me. But I get for casual viewers, the only thing I get, understand it, it might be too much for a casual viewer to be like, why are they moving that way? That would be my only thing. But well, as well, a player who used it, it's very beneficial. Well, I would say I, I would say the I'm okay if you again drastic crazy shifts like if you if you cheat your your team to the left. Because of a hitter's, con- you know, consistently hitting to the left, totally get that. But you slide two or three players in that direction, like like there's sometimes that there's nobody on first. We were talking about David Ortiz before. Look at his shift; it's right. literally the craziest one of like every shift ever, bro. Right, right, and, and that's and that's that's my. I think that's too far, right? When I I'm okay if you study it and you go, David Ortiz hits it to the right field every single time. Get my center fielder cheat over to the right. Get my right fielder on the line. Get my first baseman on his line. Get the second base. Like, like that's fine. That that's a strategy move. But when you take the the shortstop and the third baseman, you go, all right, you two head over to the right side of the field. Nobody at you know covering these bases at all. That shit looks like batting practice. It looks like you're trying to go apo taco. Like you're trying for that play. But you do that at practice. But how many times has he beat the shift in a clutch moment where he needs to beat the shift and he does it? Is, that's part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, and look at the other players it, it, that don't. That's that. an anomaly. He's an yeah. anomaly of a well, player because he was an amazing batter. He you was literally used for batting. As a competitor, if you have a weakness and you're not working on your weakness, that's on you. Now, the shift is gone. That's, so that's, that's on the pitchers. Really that's on the pitchers, like, too, because the shift helps their weakness. So they're not working on their weakness necessarily. No, not, they have their team to their. They're not pitching to their weakness. They're pitching to the batter's weakness. They're pitching so they have the more support. No, they're pitching to the batter's weakness. The batter hits that way every time. No matter what pitcher he's facing, he's hitting the ball that way. So when I see that, if I watch the New York Yankees shift on this guy, wow, he hasn't got a hit. And this is a guy who normally gets a lot of hits, right? When he doesn't have that success against the Yankees, now me as the Phillies, like, well, how did they pitch him? How did they position their field? Oh, let me do the same thing. And now if this guy is going, continuing to face these teams and not adjust, that's you're not doing your job. You're not doing what you're getting paid to do. You can adjust as much as he can, but every time, every at-bat is different when every pitcher isn't the same. There's no consistency when it comes down to pitching in actuality. No, you're location, on every five days. And every five days, is, you're still going to throw different than you did the last five days that you were on, that last yeah, fifth day you were on. No matter if he's a, a pitcher who's lefty, righty, sidearm, whatever, you're going to pitch the one batter the same way, no matter how you are. That's just how it is. When you know a guy's weak on the inside of the plate, he can't hit fastballs inside. I don't care if you throw 86, you're throwing that 86 inside. If you throw 94 from the right side, you're throwing it in the same spot because he cannot hit it, and he has to beat you 
that's the goal of a pitcher to get the batter to beat you. So as a pitcher, the shift helps us because it's like it's giving, you know, what I mean, it's making it harder for them to beat us. Now, if they beat us, you tip your hat. Hey, you got me. But you know what I mean? That's like exactly I said, what I said. It just gives the pitcher more help when the pitcher should fight on its own. That's what you should because you're on defense. You don't want them to score. You're you should be ready for your score. for your own play. At that point, you're making a new play. You're preparing yourself for that long ball like that. It's instead of being ready for the backup, it's all right. I just got to be ready. Fuck left field. That's dead. He's not going to win that way. He's going to pitch on the inside, so he comes to right field anyway. But that's why they comes to the outside. So they are ready because if they're just standing in left field and he hits it to right field, you're just standing there like he's not gonna. He's not hitting it here, no matter what. We know it. The, the numbers prove he's not. So I can stand here, or I can stand closer to the play and, and help out. Man, this is a heated and passionate discussion, which I enjoy because it's 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 right in your wheelhouse, man. This is stuff you guys yeah, have done. We love baseball, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I love baseball, and but but again, I, I just as my in some of my movie stuff, I'm the casual fan. I'm not as deep into the, you know, just because my kids play, I know more about it, right? But yeah. you know, my my thing is, I, I have heard in that um, one of the other changes because of the analytics, because of the, the numbers. Um, I think they're testing it this year. Um, they're they're, they're going to have wristbands, special digital wristbands, for the pitchers to be to get the, the signals from from the the guy in the in the dugout. Um, you know, stuff like that. Like to me, that sounds you know, crazy. That sounds dumb as hell. That sounds crazy. Well, like it, a, again, a garbage can did the job for the Astros. You guys want wristbands? Right. Ooh. No. No. But, but now, now instead That's... of instead of <laughs> instead of you having getting the signal from the catcher, it's nope. Oh, uh, fastball. Here it comes. You know. <laughs> you know. Bo- both the catcher and them will have the the signal oh, or whatever. Up, it literally opens the, an entire gate, like floodgate for cheating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all sure. that like, because it's like, oh well, you don't know if this person actually has it. Who's calling the pitches? Somebody's doing it. Like, it's so many excuses. I mean, no nah, managers are normally calling. Well, probably not at the big league level. They're probably trusting the catcher yeah. to call it. But yeah, I guess it probably helps speed up time. Again, I think that's all it's, they're trying to do. But is it's make like the, the same thing with the Astros thing. If they were able to just use a garbage can to cheat, now I'm giving you. Yeah, but they're telling the hitters what's ha- coming, not the pitcher. You know what I mean? This but is from still, pitcher to catcher. It's all in the point of the game. It's all no. in the point of the game. Again, if I can translate to you, because the catcher's not going to be doing it. He's not wearing no electronics, pulling out an iPad and like getting it popping. It's no. the manager. So the catcher's just going to be sitting there. He's the manager sitting there with his spreadsheet of stats again. But also the, the like, all right, he boom, boom, boom. What's coming? He can't not know what's coming. Especially he has to know where level. to frame. They're going to obviously. So then they look now even worse. It's a two point communication system that has to work. Right, yeah. right. It's going to be like because it has to go to both players and they both have to look at it. And now you're taking two players' eyes away from the ball, which can be dangerous. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just see a lot more arguments for bad than for good. Well, you know, and, and baseball, unfortunately, has such an old-timey, you know, like, culture. Like, the, the purists of the game fight tooth and nail for these rule changes, and, and, and they hate the, you know, the new players and the new generation and stuff like that. And this is what's bad about baseball, I think, is that some things you should embrace, right? Like, some things you should definitely, you know, and again, MLB's marketing department sells it, right? Like, the bat flips, 
the stare downs, the you know, the, the, the shit talking. The edits are insane too. So a casual yeah. sees one of those edits on TV as a commercial, like you're like, whoa, I want to see the next game. That's that's crazy. Right, right. But but I mean, but you've got people who are like, oh, he looked, he oh, he brush him back, throw the, you know, I mean, stuff like like the unwritten rules. I think I've talked about that before. I cannot stand some of those unwritten rules because it's it seems silly to me that you know. Um, that you would plunk a guy because he flipped his bat a little extra high last time, right? Or he showed you up. Like, no, I mean, you, again, the in, in AD, I know you're, you're sensitive to the pitching. but No, but the way he said it, the way he said it himself, you beat me. Yeah. Right. You did good. Celebrate. Because next yeah, time not, when I beat you, if I I'm coming you. for you. Yeah. Or, no, but yeah, that's not that, how you beat that me. Too. That's no, not how or, you beat me. Don't hit me. Let's keep no. it to the game. Nah, if you want to fight, if you do it in a way and you're talking crazy, I can hit you or I can strike you out and talk shit myself. There's right, right. But this is what I'm saying. The pitcher, the pitcher, because they are very protected now in the game. I mean, they're expensive, right? That they're, you know, these million dollar arms and these guys are, you know, the, the, the tent pole of the freaking franchise if they can, you know, pitch their 10 games. Um, th- those guys um will celebrate sell out pump the fist you know do all that bullshit and nobody look everybody loves that that's not but a batter does it when he finally gets a good hit after being struck out four times in a row and now it's like we gotta fight it don't make sense well like like, i I think you can do either way but i think you can't because like there's too much semantics this backflip was okay but this backflip wasn't no 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 it's a backflip at the end of the day unless they're looking at you in your face and telling you to screw off yeah, it's but I, I just say you can't, you can't, like, if I hit you, you can't be get mad. You, you flip the bat. Like, that's what you get. <laughs> or, I flip the bat in the first inning, you hit me in the fourth. I'm not going to remember that. So now it's just like you hit me. No, you, you know, know what I mean? You don't know why you got hit. You don't know why you got hit. <laughs> come on, come on. It's a new it's at so bat. It's a new at, it's intentional to the pitcher because pitchers hold nah. that grudge. To the nah. batter, I've played the field again two different times. I've watched so many different at bats in between nah, that. I'm ready to me. try again. These guys know. They know. They they right. get hit. They're like, yo, he because of this purpose. unwritten rule. That's know. why they know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And listen, like, like it's I said, like a bullying rule, bro. <laughs> I, I guess I for me it's like it, it's for me it's like I, I just want to see guys enjoy the game, celebrate, sell out. I I but I'm a football guy. So from a football perspective, I put you on your ass. I'm going to tell you about it. Y'all right? dirty. Right. I, if I if I hit you and I put you down, I'm going to stand over you and let you know that I put you down. If I get a, a big play on the defensive side, I'm going to sell out, celebrate, take my helmet off and, you know, run down the the, the sideline. But um so when I see it in baseball, when I played baseball, when the you know, again, I played baseball in high school out of just having fun. Like, oh, the coach needs players. I went and played. And I played with these dudes who played, who knew the unwritten rules. And we didn't know the rules. So we got into fights. We got into arguments because, you know, the the batter, we get hit with the ball. We get pissed. And we'd look at the pitcher and be like, do that again, man. <laughs> and we'd be running all the way down to first, not knowing these things. But like I said, I'm, I'm about the emotion. I love emotional players. I love fire. Um, just like I said, if it's part of the game, it's part of the unwritten rules, you get plunked, I get hit, whatever, that's fine. But like, I can't stand the whiny babies at the press conferences at the end. Oh, you know, you should, you should respect the game. Like (laughs) stick it up your ass. Do you feel bad that you bat flipped? Do you think you deserve to get hit? Shut up. Right. Exactly. I flipped the bat because I, I hit it 500 feet. That's why I flipped the bat and, uh, it was a no brainer. Like, 
That's like when we get gunned down in Call of Duty. Even though we lost, we still gonna talk shit. It's all part of this game. It's fun. It's the fun part. It, it adds to the competitiveness. You get a little more drive. It gives you a little more to compete over. I wasn't even playing the game yesterday, but I was just shit talking Gabe in the chat. Then he popped <laughs> off and then dropped like 10 extra kills. Like, I'm not even kidding. You can go back and watch it. It was crazy. He did way better. Not that you should do it, but. Listen, I, I, I play way works. better. <laughs> I play way better when, when I feel like I'm selling out. Like, like So, again, the one the one match where I lost my mind. Um, when we lost, I was quiet. <laughs> when we won, I was all over it. It's that humility, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted to do well, and and when I got that final kill on that one, I only had that one highlight. Oh, um, you said you dropped that B. It was a real big B too. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole mouth. You said that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right, so uh, listen, we're we're at our time, and I hate to say that, but we're at our time. And I know, I know, we could go on and on for a little bit longer, but we want to we want to get to the post llama stream. Um, Ad, is there a post llama stream? I just sold it, and you, I don't know if it was <laughs> yeah, or there wasn't. No, there is. Yeah, we okay. told you that we told you the plan. Somebody leaks it, and then we just we ante up. <laughs> <laughs> there so, wasn't. There is one now. So yeah, Gabe said, "Don't forget the uh, post llama stream." Um, yep. Let's see. We got to Jimmy J. Birdie. Win or loss, you talk shit. Yes. Big <laughs> homie, you were dropping ADs in the chat. Yeah, I want to yeah. say this. I appreciate the discussion that we had between you, Big Homie, and AD about baseball. It definitely got spicy, but in, in, a, in a respective way. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's what I want, man. I love the passion. I love us going back and forth on different topics. I love that we argued about freaking chicken wings for 20 minutes. It, <laughs> it, was, it was a great, great discussion. And so uh, I want to thank you guys for that because, again, oh, that's, you, man. that's, for that's what this is for. Um, that's what this is for is to have fun and, and sort of be ourselves, to learn a little bit more about each of the characters that make the Blackout world. Um, you know, um, Guys, please, if you guys want to support us, make sure you go to the Twitch, Blackout AD. Uh, make sure you subscribe, you follow, uh, hit them up. Make sure that you're you're there. Host if you're not playing. Do what you got to do. Uh, Big Homie is there. Make sure you guys are on the streams, on the chats. Um, definitely want to make sure everybody's a part of that. Gabe's hitting us up here, Post Llama Stream. Be there or be square. <laughs> Best podcast on YouTube, Hercules Outlaw says. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Um, one programming note for this week. So, um, the big llama will be on a little bit of a vacay for the week. So I do not anticipate any drops of any content this week. So for those of you guys that are new and I apologize, uh, but this week I'll be on the road and I'm definitely not watching movies, uh, and reacting. So, uh, taking a week off just for that, but I'll be back next Sunday to give you all an update on my travels, uh, I should be back home in time. Otherwise, I'll be I'll be on my phone doing this show, <laughs> streaming on the road as I drive many many hours. Um, anyway, um, so AD, you got anything you want to plug? Anything that's going on, buddy? Nah, we're just gonna be streaming all week, continuing the grind, man, making more content. Um, me and Hurt got something in the works with with uh some stream highlights so we're gonna work on that me and big homie are, are planning to do our next reaction our last reaction got crazy love last uh what was it like two weeks ago 
Um, yeah, we almost have 500 views on a channel that we haven't, we never, we only post one other video on it. So to see the love has been great, man. You know what I mean? Show, like I said earlier, shows the works, the work we're putting in is actually manifesting into something. Where it takes a village to do all this and we create in the village ourselves. So if this takes a little while, it's all good. We'll put in the footwork until it kicks off for real. But the wave is definitely going. No, for sure. Like I said, you guys had a, it was a great uh, video drop. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, when you guys drop, I'll be retweeting it and doing all kinds of stuff, doing my part to support. And I think that's what I like about the Blackout community is that we are definitely supporting each other, um, trying to make each each of our content to be top-notch content um, and supporting it, watching it, making sure that other people watch it, sharing it with others. And so um, as things grow, we will continue to help each other out for sure. Um, Hercules uh, had a little bit here, said, yes, sir, stay tuned for the rise. And Gabe wants to let us know his favorite movie, Step Brothers, Boats and Hoes. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I want to thank you, big homie. Thank you for, for jumping uh, in and you, joining man. us thank tonight. You. Thank you, you for, for your insight. Uh, again, I enjoyed this conversation. AD, as always, my co-host, my brother from another mother. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us tonight. And everyone, thank you for joining the Big Llama Show. We appreciate you. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, not Pacific. Peace out, guys. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round.